Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast with Coach James with Jake, episode 155. Damn. Damn. All episodes. Happy Monday, Jake. How's it going, man? No, I'm alive. Had a great day yesterday. For those who, for those who know, they know why. Um, but you know, I'm alive. How about you? What was the special? What was the special trick? Well, you almost got part of that, right? Um, it was special. Um, but yeah, it was a good day. I watched the Warriors game at work. Couldn't watch it, so I had to buy YouTube TV, sixty four ninety nine a month. Uh, but you know, I'm not broke, so I can afford it. Um, Sponsor us. Imagine if we get a sponsor by YouTube. We need to get it. We need to get a sponsor. Do you have any friends that own companies that you know want to sponsor a little local business? Uh, no, but you know what? We'll get on that. Thoughts? Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor the BA podcast, go ahead and write us a check. Oh, wait, we, we do have a sponsor. Podcast. Body Armor. We have a sponsor? Body oh, Armor. Oh, that's right. We do have yeah. a sponsor. That's right. Yeah, they sponsor this one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, all the They're people that sponsor, they sponsor us. Sponsor this podcast. The same company that sponsors Richard 100%. Sherman, they sponsor the BA podcast. You know who else sponsors us? Who? Zins. I don't know what that is. If you ain't Zen and you ain't winning, people will know who that, uh, what that means if you do indeed listen to this podcast. Well, let's get into it, Jake. Why don't you talk about the second best team in the Bay Area, and that is... Yes, the San Jose Sharks, and what a what a couple of days! You know, even though we suck, the record's terrible. We have fight. We've been down before, as they once, as one We've scholar once said. Before. They've been down before. We've been down before. So they played two games back to back Saturday and Sunday. Saturday they beat Chicago four to one at home on the final home game of the season. Goalie Capo Kakinen. From Finland, got his first win as a Shark. Um, they played well. They scored four goals, so that's always good. Um, Thomas Borlo had an assist in his third game. He scored three. He had three points in three games. Every game he scored a point until yesterday's game, which we'll get into. Um, so yesterday they played the Golden Knights in Vegas. The Golden Knights have to win out to have a shot at the playoffs. Now they definitely do. Um, but yesterday they had to... It was a game they had to win. They were up 4-2 with five minutes left in the third. The Sharks score on a goal by Nick Bonino, his second goal, 15th goal in the season. Then with .9 seconds left, Timo Meyer scored the tying goal, his 35th of the season, with as I said, with .9 seconds to send into overtime. Overtime happens, nothing happens. No goal scored. Go to a shootout. First two attempts for the Sharks was Couture saved, Meyer saved, and the Sharks goalie saved, Reimer saved two of the Golden Knights shots. I forget who the Golden Knights pre-goal were shooting. Um, but then the final shooter for the Sharks, the Sharks went last because the Golden Knights were at home. Thomas Bordalo scored his first career NHL goal to win it in the shootout. Unfortunately for him, it doesn't count as an NHL goal, but it does count as a shootout goal, and he won the game, and the Sharks, as I said, um, brutally, brutally crush the Golden Knights' chances at a playoff berth, and that's always good. And apparently, if you're number 23 on the Sharks, you score big goals against the Golden Knights. 
Barclay Goodrow in Game Seven in overtime. Remember that game? And Thomas Bordalo. Shout, shout out Goodrow. Shout out Goodrow. Great shot. That was a first round pick too. Great shot. Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. You, you know what this? You know what that goal means? Even though it's a shootout goal, you know what it means, Jake? What does it mean? It means it's a fucking W. Absolutely. I do give the Sharks w credit though. Fucking dumbass Vegas Knights. Absolutely. Dumbass Vegas I give the Sharks a lot Absolutely. of credit. A lot of teams would have given up. They lost 10 in a row. But in those 10 games, they played really well. A couple overtime losses. Didn't get blown out of any of them. Of a bunch of young players. A bunch of injuries. A bunch of young players that probably aren't ready to play. But they're playing. They're playing well. Borlo is a 20-year-old. He's going to be on the team next year of William Eklund, who's 19. The Sharks' future, although may not be great in the present, the future is coming, and the future is coming hard. Pause. I like how you said, while the Sharks' future isn't great in the present, but the future is something. You said some bullshit like that. No, I, I said the Sharks', I I said the sharks present isn't great, but the future. No, no, no. You said Sharks' future isn't great. And the Giants have won a ball game. Speaking of the Giants, MLB time now. <laughs> the Giants great win. Sh- great Sharks minute there. Great Sharks minute. Absolutely. It might be the last Sharks minute of the season, which is kind of disappointing, but that's what it is. Yeah. But the Giants just – now baseball. The Giants just finished an 11-game road trip. They just won their game tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers, 4-2 on a two-run homer in the ninth inning by Luis Gonzalez, his first career home run. They win. They're 8-3 on the road trip, 12-5 on the season. Jock Peterson is tied for the NL lead in home runs of six. The Giants are good once again. They're going to be good. They're going to fight for... They might be... Well, they definitely are a top three team in baseball. And it's incredible because they don't have like star, star players like the, like the Dodgers have, like the Mets have. So it's fun to see how a bunch of players that aren't household names are making names for themselves since last season. Doug Peterson's a household name. Well, he's well. Well, when I have to say household name, he's not like Trey Turner or Freddie Freeman or you know Max Scherzer or anything. Is Rendon not a household name? Rod Rodon, Rendon's yeah. the third baseman for the Angels. Same thing. Rodon had one good year, and that was last year. Now he's coming to the Giants. is pretty good, but he's not like Clayton Kershaw or Max Scherzer, or Jacob Degrom. Not that level. Right, 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 right. right. Like, Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt are well-known. But you take Freddie Freeman over Brandon Belt, and you take... Well, you, you do take you do that, fan. but for shortstop, Crawford could be the... You say, probably, that a, you say that as a Giants fan? You say that? Well, Freddie Freeman's incredible. Well, I mean, Brandon Crawford, though. No, Brent, I'm talking about Brandon Belt. Brandon Crawford, I think, is the best shortstop in baseball, so... But, like, Buster Posey's a household name. They don't have him this year. Right. Like Crawford and Belt are well known, but they're not like you. You don't think of them as, as now. I do because I watch them every day. But people like in the East Coast, when you talk about Brandon Belt, Belt and Crawford, they're like, yeah, probably top fifteen. Even though Brandon Belt's probably a top three, top five first baseman, and Crawford's top, you know, anywhere from one to three for shortstop between him, Tatis. Even though Tatis is pretty shitty defensively, and probably Bo Bichette. But yeah, I mean, 
Jock Peterson, six home runs, nine RBIs on the year, I think, or ten. He's the he's the he's the MLB leader for uh, home runs, Jay. Tied for MLB lead, no, tied. tied for the NL lead. NL lead, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the A's don't have any household names. Oh, Sadly. definitely not. No, definitely we know, not. We know that. Bad. I mean, they had a couple, you'd say. Um, sometimes, I mean, you know, big names around the circle, but they're no longer there. Um, but yeah, the A's currently nine and eight. Um, nothing much to say. Uh, Battle of the Bay starts tomorrow. Uh, both games going to be at Oracle Park. Um, I think the game tomorrow starts at six forty-five. Um, yeah, they start. Yeah, they started that time in San Francisco at home, which is kind of smart because if you take the ferry over there, like it ends at like ten, and the games sometimes don't end till like ten, ten fifteen. Right. So now, but now since it starts six forty-five, it works. Yeah, six forty-five uh, tomorrow. See how that goes. But, yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about some basketball here with the Warriors. Uh, Warriors win game three, 118-113 to 113 over the Denver Nuggets. Uh, that was on Saturday, game four, or that was on Sunday. Thursday, oh. game three was, and then game four coming out uh, on Sunday. The brooms were not brought out for this game, unfortunately. The Nuggets forced a game five with the win, 126-121. Uh, um Kind of a blunder game. Didn't have much of the lead for most of the game. Um, Nuggets taking control for the most part the whole entire game, but they only end up winning by five when they were up most of the game. Uh, like 10 points and stuff like that for the most part. Um, they had a great shooting night from Jokic. Uh, their rookie Bones Mayland. I can't remember Highland. his last name. Myland. And Highland. Aaron Gordon out of note. Out, what is it? Highland. Bones Highland, excuse me. And then Aaron Gordon and Swatton, they combined for 60 points, all three of them. Um, and they only, they only end up winning by five. I think you tweeted that out the other yeah. day. I don't know what your tweet was verbatim, um, but there's just no way that happens again, uh, especially back at Chase Center. Um, I think I, well, I think I called the series before. The, the series should be uh, Warriors win um, in six. I don't know what you said prior, Jake, right. but I think they should close out uh, game five at Chase Center uh, with a dub. And moving on to the second round, what are your thoughts? Yeah, my I agree. My verbatim tweet was, "It took an insane shooting night to win. Warriors are in good shape." And another t- I just I quote tweeted someone who said, um, "Warriors twenty seven fouls, fifteen turnovers, had a ton of breakdowns that led to a fifteen of thirty one night from three for the Nuggets. Jordan Poole quiet night went three for ten, only eleven points, his fewest since since February, but." I agree. I think on Wednesday, it took a perfect game for the Nuggets to win, and they only won by five. So you have to be pretty uh, confident in the Warriors' ability to win on at, win at home in Game Five, because and it's a big game. Because as we see as we see in the series with the uh, Sixers and uh, uh, Toronto Raptors, um, Philly was up 3-0. They lose Game Four. Now Game Five at home, they're down by 13 at halftime. And you know, then the pressure gets ramped up if you lose two in a row. So the pressure's on. I want to say the pressure's like like there's a ton of pressure on the Warriors to win, because there's no pressure for the Nuggets. But now the Warriors they want to end the series and get rust, so they have to because the Timberwolves Grizzly series is going to go on for a little bit longer. Their next game's not until Friday or something at the earliest. So if the Warriors win, they get probably a week off. So that's good for healing healing the bodies and getting ready for the next round. Right, absolutely, 100% agree. Um, well, let's talk about that. Obviously, game, uh, next game, uh, you said uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. 
Wednesday. Wednesday, perfect. So game five Wednesday at Chase Center. Um, another thing here, um, obviously it's been uh, apparent that Steph has not started yet four games in game five. Does he get the start, Jake? What are your are the Warriors in their predicament if Steph starts? Uh, did they take Paul out of the Southern lineup? They put him on the bench. Um, is there any way we start with the three guards at the start and have Draymond at center? Um, do you have any specific thoughts or any feelings on possibly having Steph start and the possibility of Jordan Poole coming off the bench now? I think I think Steph starts game five because game game games one two three, one two and three you won three in a row so there's no reason to switch it. But now Jordan Poole struggled a little bit yet struggled pretty mightily yesterday. Curry was pretty good, so now is probably the good time to you know have Curry start and then have pull off the bench. I think you still want Looney to start because it helps with, helps with like the rotation because they go from Looney to you know sometimes Otto Porter and move Draymond to the five. Sometimes they bring and bring in Belly Belizia, um, and sometimes as we saw yesterday, as I kind of mentioned, like what I thought would happen with Kaminga. Is that they would only put Kaminga in when they needed a spark, and they needed right. a spark in Game Four, and he gave him a spark. He had that nice dunk. Um, he looked at first, you know, he was he was razzled. Uh, it wasn't like the moment was a little bit too big frazzled. for him. Yeah, frazzled, razzled. Like the first, like the moment was a little bit too big for him at first, but then he calmed down and played really well. Um, so it depends if they need a spark to go to him. If they're winning, they probably go to Belizia. Yeah, it was good to see uh, Kaminga out there for his uh, real playoff minutes. Right? I mean, game one, he was out there during the blowout. Um, but to see him actually play in the middle of the game and stuff like that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you. I think um, having three straight wins and not having Steph start, and I think it's time for him to come back into the starting lineup. And I definitely agree with you. I don't think they go with the three uh, three guards uh, with Draymond on center and Wiggins at the four. So yeah, I definitely agree with, uh, you know, with rotation-wise, you keep Looney in there. And you have Poole coming off the bench. Obviously, didn't have a great second half against the Nuggets in Game 4. Um, but definitely looking forward to see uh, what he brings to Game 5. Well, let's move on to some other NBA talk um, right now. Um, just some stuff that's going on, right? Uh, obviously, there's a couple of games going on right now. It's uh, Celtics up uh, 109 to 108 currently at this moment with a minute 30, a minute 15 left. Um, the Nets are the only team... In the playoffs without a victory, Celtics are up currently up 3-0, possibly go up 4-0, depending on how this game ends. Uh, Southern Pelicans are currently tied at 2, uh, with 2-2. Uh, two two. Uh, Pelicans had uh, a big win yesterday in New Orleans. But Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. We will see, will we see Devin Booker come back game 5? Uh, I haven't seen any report with that. No, he's out. Um, they say he's out for 2-3 to three weeks. He's out. Two to three weeks. Oh wow! So yeah, they're kind of, they uh, might be screwed. They're going to be without uh, Devin Booker. Not a good sign uh, for the Suns, especially with yeah, the Brennan Ingram, Brennan Ingram on the other side, Anthony Jim McCollum. If they uh, for the Pelicans, I think if the Suns lose Game Five, they're losing in six. Probably. Um, if oh. they lose at home, I think it's a wrap. Yeah. 50 seconds yeah, left in the Celtics game, 111-108. Celtics have the ball. Grant just missed a three. I went in and out, um, and I'll keep yeah, you updated. Anything happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Grant has 35 right now. And watching the game on left. YouTube TV. Um, if you need YouTube TV, uh, refer us using our code BA for no nothing off. <laughs> um, 
Heat's up 3-1 over the Hawks. Uh, not much going on in Atlanta. Nope. Um, the Heat, just defensively, are just way too overpowering for the Hawks, as said by Trey Young himself. Uh, their defense is just a little bit different there in Miami. Uh, Bucks without Chris Milton up currently 3-1 to over the Bulls. I think they played tonight. Did they not? Um, Closing Timberwolves tied at 2-2. Two and two. Every time a protester, uh, the I think... Every time a protester has appeared on court during a Wolves game or in any game, they are two and one. Oh, the Wolves are. Nets have the ball with twenty seconds left. Oh, Durant lost it, but he gets fouled. He gets f- no free throws yet. Twenty-two seconds left. Shot clock at eighteen. Down by three. What do you do? Do you go for a quick two foul, or do you just go for the three and tie it? You go for the three and tie it. You yeah. have one of the best scorers in the league. I might, might as well put True. it in his hands. Um, Mavericks and Jazz uh, tied at two and two. No one cares. Uh, Sixers up three to one over the Raptors. I think the Sixers are currently struggling right now. Down by ten. Uh, Raptors up fifty six to forty six. Down by ten in the third. Um, Embiid obviously dealing with a thumb injury on a shooting hand. We'll see how that pans out for them. And that's really it for NBA. Uh, we'll give you live updates. The Celtics Knights game. While you listen to this podcast, obviously, if you know they won and they didn't know they won, you'll have the you'll have the outcome right here with us on the BA podcast. Um, let's talk about the 49ers uh, real quick. Um, the 49ers exercised uh, Nick Bosa's picture option. Obviously, without a question, you do that. Why would they not? Um, oh, Durant missed the free throw. Down by two. 20 seconds left. Pass did- it up to Marcus Smart. He is going for the layup. He missed! Horford gets it, puts it in, up by four, 13 seconds left. Here we go. Aziz Alshazir, uh signed his tender, good to have him back. And uh, the biggest thing uh, coming out from this uh, presser is that we believe Trey Lance is ready. Uh, said by John Lynch. I think those were his words verbatim. Let me double check our Instagram post and what I said. Um... Yes, we believe Chill Lance is ready. So, yeah, I mean, that's really it with 49ers talk. Um, let's just move on. Uh, for those who don't know, the NFL draft is this Thursday, first round. Um, first 10 picks is here. It's Jags, Lions, Texans, Jets with the fourth pick, Giants, Panthers, Giants, Falcons, Seattle with the ninth pick, and Jets top 10 picks there. I haven't really paid attention much to this draft, obviously, because one, the 49ers don't have a first-round draft pick. They don't pick until 61. Um, I mean, really, I think the biggest talk here is, is Aiden Hutchinson going to be picked first overall to the Jags. Um, also, we'll see coming out of Michigan, edge player yesterday. Also, the draft sucks. Why is that? This year's draft sucks. I think we talked about this last time. There's no I good quarterbacks. <laughs> There's, it's, it's come, it's, I think it's come to me that every time there's, someone says it's, it's a bad draft, there's no one really here, um, there's always a rookie that just comes out of nowhere and does big things while he's in the league for, for, as his rookie. Probably receiver. Yeah, probably he's going to be receiver. I mean, from what we've seen that happen a lot oh, more anyway. times uh, than not. But yeah, I mean, quarterback rise, not a really big, um, Big draft, Desmond Ritter, um, Lake Willis, Kenny Pickett, um, Edgewise, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, 
Kenyon Thibodeau out of Oregon. But yeah, that's the draft. Um, Chiefs and Jags both have the highest amount of picks with 12, uh, while Dolphins have the lowest amount of picks with just four. Don't the, Giants, don't the uh, Niners have 10 picks? Let me check right now. Also, the Celtics game is basically over. Two free throws for the Celtics, seven seconds left. The biggest frauds ever. The most fraudulent team in NBA history. No, that's the Lakers for this year. The second most fraudulent team in NBA history, the Nets, get swept with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Wow. The Nets have nine picks, according to Google. Hmm. No, and then they'll probably trade back and one of them get another couple. Yeah, you never know. Uh, I think the biggest news that came in the NFL today, I think uh, possibility of Green Bay and the Raiders um, oh, yeah, I saw trade that. with Darren Waller. Um, I did indeed see that. I saw that. Uh, I immediately DM'd our good friend, Justin Samra, tweeted that to him, and he just said no. There was rumors that before the Demonte Adams trade got like finalized, that like the like an, like I'm not sure if it was the offer or the Raiders said, or the uh, Packers wanted, but it was you know Adams for Waller in the f- pick 22, but then like the NFL squashed it, so they just went for a first and second for Adams. That's interesting. Why would the NFL squash that? I don't know. Maybe like salary cap issues or something? Maybe. Maybe. Darren Waller, just, I mean, he's an absolute steal right now, I think. But He's pretty good. Yeah, he will definitely get paid soon. But yeah, I mean, that's really much it for the episode. Um, do you have anything else to add for NFL, Jake? Um, no, not really. I just hope the Niners pick someone who's, you know, could start or play next season, but we'll find out on Thursday. Absolutely. Friday. Uh, we'll find pick... out probably if, like Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> uh, but you never know. Maybe we'll find out Thursday. You never find out. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. It's your host, James, with Jake, episode 155. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and on SoundCloud. And also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. You have 50 times to gain the system. Electric learning being an industry of the past five years. Subscribe to the podcast worldwide. We will take top 200 podcast sports for recreation. But as you know, we know we shoot for the stars here at BA Podcast. Get in touch with podcast worldwide. We do that. We'll give you a high five after today's episode. James? This guy fucks, man. Oh, you know it. Absolutely. <laughs>